an attitude. We need swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hey, 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 everybody. This Five Hole Fantasy Hockey. I am your host today for the Tuesday's Trends, and I'm all alone today. I'm all alone. Uh, Raj got some shit going on. TJ's in friggin' Paris, uh, like the a-hole that he is. He got to, you know, send me a picture of him at the Eiffel Tower and shit, and I, you know, man. I said, I love you. I love you, man, but I hate you right now. Uh, so, yeah, TJ's in Paris. Uh, I wanted to get this Tuesday Trends uh, episode out because, you know, we got some actually uh, some some interesting stuff going on right now and some interesting players that, uh, in all honesty, are available. So all, all the players that I went with today, except for the, you know, the likes of Ricard Raquel at, you know, a 66% owned, they're all pretty much available. So that's why I kind of wanted to put a little highlight on these guys because they are available. Other than that, to get started, you know, uh, you can find us at FHF Hockey on Twitter and join our Discord. We got, you know, thousands of people in that Discord all talking about hockey. Uh, without further ado, let's get into this Tuesday trend. Let's start off with the uh, with the bad vibes. All right, so we'll start off in San Jose with Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer both being out. Tomas Hurdle is expected to be back Thursday. He is out for personal reasons. Timo Meyer out with an upper body injury. Or, if I do say so myself, is it with trade illness? Is Timo Meyer out with trade illness? There's been a lot of talk about them moving Timo Meyer and his contract lately, which, you know. Uh, I think it's great for Timo Meyer and and on all all honesty, bad for the Sharks. But still, at the end of the day, he's been uh, you know really linked to the Devils, which I think is a very interesting prospect. If I do say so myself, that's just adding another really good player. I think that his game would really play in well with New Jersey. I would be excited to see something like that. Next up, Kale McCarr. He is out again. Uh, he missed yesterday's 6-5 to OT win against the Oilers, uh, which saw Vander Kane miss the same game. Kane was expected back soon. Kale McCarr, not so much. It's not like he's going to be out forever, but, you know, he has been in and out of the lineup a lot, lady. And uh, a guy that we're going to be talking about, and Sam Gerrard, has actually been, you know, really stepping up. Uh, really stepping up lately, and I'm super excited about Sam Gerrard and, and anybody that's in that Kale McCarr role. Matty Barzal, he is out until next month at least. Uh, and you know what? With with not a ton of games left, this is a huge problem for the Surging Islanders who are trying to, you know, stay in the playoff race. They're in it right now, but, you know, they've been faltering a little bit. They've been playing well with Horvat, and Horvat in general has been playing well. But Matt Barzal is a huge piece of the puzzle there. Uh, with him being out for the better part of a month here, you know, it, it, we're looking at early March is what, what I've been reading about. That's not too many games left. I think there's only, you know, 20-something games left in the season. So we'll have to see how that all uh, maps out. I mean, they went with this trade for Horvat to try to, 
beef up their lines and everything like that and make a run at it. And this is really going to set them back. Then two two more quick ones here. I mean, Pavel Buchnevich, my guy, uh, he left Saturday's game with a lower body injury. And uh, Johnny Goudreau, he missed another game. He missed Sunday's game. And Columbus is, I mean, in all honesty, I wouldn't blame Columbus if they kind of just, you know, sat him out even more than he rightfully needed to be for the whole reason of, well, they suck. He makes a lot of money. So I'm going to keep Johnny Goudreau, uh, you know, safe here at the end of the at the end of the season. But that's just me. They have, you know, damn near nothing to play for except for pride. So, I mean, you, you got Johnny Goudreau hurt. If he's in my lineup, I am a little, you know, uh, a little upset because really, even if he does come back, what really is there that they're trying to push for? I always love to have those guys on my team that I don't want guys that are, you know, on teams that are at the the super bottom of the playoff race or the super top. I like those guys that are on teams where they're trying to, you know, scrape and scratch and claw and do anything they can to get a playoff spot because that once you get a playoff spot, then, you know, once you're in the dance, you're, you know, you have a chance. Shit, that rhymes. That rhymes and you know it rhymes. Uh, but in, in all honesty, seriously, I really do love hunting for those teams that are, that are really uh, looking to make a playoff run. And, and those are the, those are the guys that, you know, at least in my experience have always kind of helped me make my own run to the playoffs. Next up, one of the things I like to do for, uh, for the Tuesday trends is, is get some, uh, is get some of the, the Tuesday discord chatter going mailbag i got one from jay-z here he says do you guys think travis connecting is due for a demotion his season long offensive stats are nice 1.02 points per game but the guy's on an eight game pointless streak and it's been 13 games since he scored a goal now this was written you know a, a, a little bit ago uh for what it's worth his shot volume is there 22 shots in the last eight 44 the last 13 since you wrote this, Jay-Z, TK has had two goals and an assist. The fact is, connecting is he's just too big of a part of how they run their offense in Philly. He touched the puck far too often for extended streaks to, you know, continue. Um, even, the, even if the Flyers aren't a high-powered offense, TK is going to get his. And, and I don't think that you should be too scared over, over any super long streaks. Now, don't get me wrong. 13 games is a long time, and that shouldn't happen with how much they actually do use him. But still, I'm, I'm going to continue to think that TK is, you know, the number one guy on that team. And if anybody is available on that team, it's him. Um, but still, I, I love the question, and I'm glad that TK, he must have he known that you asked that question, because since you asked it, he's been on it. Love this name, by the way, the Cake Eaters. I can, I, I'm hoping... That has something to do with uh, with the Mighty Ducks, uh, but but who knows? Uh, those great movies, great movies. Are Arvison and Dursey drops? News of Chikrin and lack of production for both for a month got me thinking. Now, I don't blame you. Not this week is the answer. LA has a great second half of the week schedule, especially. Hopefully, you kept a hold of both of them, though. As they've both been producing, RV has been scoring goals, and Durs has three assists in, uh, you know, or or an assist in three games straight. So three straight games with an assist. You know, I'm holding through this week 
Uh, next week, the Kings play in all three heavy nights in the three games that they do play. Um, so you might want to think about possibly making that drop after this week ends, which I think would be the smarter thing to do. Uh, because next week, the heavy nights are, they're real heavies. You know what I mean? They're actual, they're, they're, they're real actual heavy nights. In a, in a nutshell, yes, you can drop them. And in all honesty, I do think that you can. Not this week. Wait until next week and then get going. All right, boys, we are buzzing through here. Um, and, you know, that'll happen when there's no one here to argue with me. Uh, and it makes it so everything I say is true and everything I say is 100% right. I like it. It's the best part of doing these solo shows. Next up, it's the hot guy check-in. It's hot guy time. He's not an actual hot guy, but Ty Domi is on the hot guy check-in list. Now, like I said, these are going to be guys that are available. Max Domi is 25% available. He has a goal and six assists in his last three games. He's a, you know, a points pickup, and, and that's about it. But he is cemented on that cane line and the top power play. Uh, you know, the power play doesn't really amount to shit, but he does have a solid chance at points here being on that cane line, and it's just, you know, how it's going to be. Patrick Kane is still an amazing player. Uh, the only thing is, it's just hard to trust in Blackhawk scoring, I guess, when it comes down to it at the end of the day. And even though I do trust Patrick Kane, I want him on my team. But, I mean, I the guys that are playing on his line, like Max Domi, while they are playing right now, if, you know, Kane starts slumping a little bit or he falters, everybody else is just going to really feel it even harder. So while I'm interested in Max Domi, while he is streaking like this, all he does is give you points. He's not giving you hits. He's not giving you blocks. He's not giving you shots on goal. He's not giving you anything except for auxiliary points that he's getting from Patrick Kane. Um, so while that you know deployment isn't going to change with staying on his line, the fact that I just don't trust Chicago and their ability to continually score is what makes me a little trepidatious uh, about, about the Max Domi one. But as far as, you know, a streamer guy, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Ricard Raquel. Ricky Rax. Ricky Rax. Um, who doesn't like them? Some Rick or Rackle. I know we do around here. He is up to 66% owned. Like I said, he is the highest guy owned that I'm going to talk about here. Um, and, you know, he's playing incredibly well right now while some of his other teammates are slumping. He has three goals, four and assists in his last four games. Um, he actually had another assist tonight, so in all honesty, he has three goals and five assists in five games. So he is up to, you know, eight eight points in, in five games. Pretty solid. Um, he had an eight-shot-on-goal game in the mix in that span, uh, which that's friggin' awesome. He's been holding strong on that Pittsburgh tops line along with the top power play now. Uh, with both Kapanen and Russ, you know, being ice friggin' cold. I don't know what's going on with Brian Rust. I, I, I still like him. I'm st I still want him on my team next year. But, man, is he cold and just going through spells this year. Um, and and you know what? With, with Rick Arrackle, one thing that you really wouldn't think about, he's actually, you know, a helpful uh, a bit on his hits, especially along with the, you know, uh, along with the points. So he's getting you 
a little bit of periffs, a decent amount of periffs, honestly, more than I thought when, when I when I looked everything up. Uh, a lot more than I thought along with these points. It, it makes me a little more, um, a, a, a little less worried. Uh, but at 66%, he is definitely a just-go-check guy, and he is worth owning, 100%. Um, I'm also super excited about the great Ice Town lately, actually. Uh, he's been hanging up around, you know, the 20-minute mark, which is huge. Uh, anytime you get more ice time than you had before, that is not a bad thing. I love it. I love ice time, and seeing that go up, you know, that, that makes me realize, hey, they trust you more. You got to get out there, get some points to the board. Way to go, Ricky Racks. I like it. Next up on here, I have Jordan Eberle. Uh, you know, we're we're going we're going to Seattle, um, and once again, it's a different person. Uh, Jordan Eberle, nineteen percent owned. He has three goals and four assists in his last four games, and you know, it's 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 Eberle's turn. I guess is the way I said. Um, you know, it's Eberle's turn on the Kraken. Um, I still love me some Matty Benier. You know, he alone has two multi-point games in a row here uh, with Everly on his wing. Now, I know that's helping Everly, uh, but there's just no getting around that there's a different player to be hot at any given time. Right now, it's Everly, um, but for how long, I, I can't really say. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Everly is the best pickup in the world or, or a bad pickup. Um, all I know is that you can pick up any guy from Seattle and on any given night, they could have a multi-point game in Seattle. They score goals, but they score goals as a team. There isn't, you know, you know, a, a Connor McDavid that's going out and he's the guy getting three points every single night. This guy's going to get three points. No, this guy could get three points. This guy could also get three points, but the fourth line winger could also get three points. Like it's crazy. And just right now it's Jordan Everly. So a Jordan Everly pickup at nineteen percent, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm in on it. But when the when when it stops, it stops and drop him, get the hell out. I, I'm more into a a daily stream than anything with Jordan Everly as a pa, as long to you know a longer week long hold or anything like that. Next up, I kind of touched on this one earlier, and this might be you know one of my top ones. This might be the top. And that's Sam Gerrard, 22% owned Sam Gerrard, five assists in three games. Sam Gerrard was viable before. And with McCarr in and out of the lineup, he's even more so. Uh, this is a 25-minute time on ice, a guy, you know, guy that we're talking about here that hits and he blocks multiple times a game. Uh, with McCarr down at the moment, he'll be more dependent on for offensive rushes, you know, and, and he's going to be generally more involved. And this guy is literally doing everything that you could ask for right now, from perifs to points to everything, everything. And he's only 22% owned. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be uh, a viable hold for the entire rest of the season here. Uh, but at the end of the year where you might be trying to replace your Kale McCarr, a 22% owned Sam Gerrard from the same team that's going to be getting a lot of those points that you were trying to get with Makar, man, I think it's a perfect option. It's a perfect option, only 22%. Now, obviously, keep your eye on whether Makar is coming back anytime soon, but still, I, I don't know how you couldn't look at this one. It seems to make so much sense to me, and in all honesty, I, I think that he's a, 
you know, a low level own either way, uh, you know, defensive prospects. It, it It's tough out there. It's rough. My, I mean, I know my defense always ends up looking a little rocky because I, I always focus a little more on, on offense and I even try to get offense defensemen, but the depth on my defense usually isn't great. Sam Gerrard is a great depth option on your fantasy team. I'm in on Sam Gerrard here for 22%. Uh, like I said, this might be my number one hot guy just because I love the possibilities and that's what I'm looking for. Another one of my guys. Actually, I'm I'm happy a lot of... Maybe it's just because I'm the one that's doing this show that all my guys seem to be on here. It's weird how that worked. But Dawson Mercer is next. I love Dawson Mercer. I do. I do. I love Dawson Mercer. He's great. 13% owned. The boy is 13% owned. He scores goals. Four goals, one assist in his last three games. Uh, boy, is on, uh, boy is on some goals right now. Uh, you know, three straight with uh, um, with 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 goals here. I'm loving it. Um, and it's all because he's shooting. So that means you got to continue to shoot there, young man. Come on, keep it up. I like you better when you shoot. I like everybody better when they shoot. Now, the the Devils still have been, you know, chugging along and are keeping pace to make the playoffs. And, and you know, at only 13% own, this seems like a super cheap option that is continually producing on a team that has shown that it can now hang up goals with the best of them in the NHL. I mean, they've proven that, though, so far this season. They, you know, early in the season, they were on freaking fire, but, you know, and they've slowed down a little bit, but not to the point where anything is crazy. Um, you know, they're they're still in the top 10 of scoring. They're not number one anymore, um, but shit, they're in what, like the top six here? They're, they're number six in goals four per game. Um, nobody is over four goals per game now anymore, and, you know, they're just under three and a half. Um, so I, I love that for the Devils. If they do get a player like Timo Meyer, I don't think that that would affect anything with a Dawson Mercer. I really don't, uh, because they see him as as more as more of the future than than anything, and they're not gonna just you know kick him to the curb when he's been having a great season like he has. Uh, I like me some Dawson Mercer. I'm in on this one. Thirteen percent owned is a great stream. He is very available. And this guy is scoring points. Next up, one of, one of the guys that always somehow ends up on my teams. I always end up with Riley Smith. If he's out there, I'm always interested in picking him up. And I end up holding him because Riley Smith does this thing where you can't drop him. You, you, you want to drop him and you're like, okay, well, I think he's the bottom person on my roster. It's time to drop Riley Smith. And then he comes out and he scores two points. And you decide to keep him, and you always just kind of have him. But at 44%, he's under 50% owned. He's available in over half the leagues. He's a goal and five assists in his last five games. He's just the perfect low-level roster player. He's not, you know, the top guy in your lineup, but you know, he's forgettable in the best way possible. <laughs> I think it's the best way I can say anything about Riley, Riley Smith. He just, you know, dinks and dunks along and scores points under the radar. In addition to almost a block and a, and, a, and a hit per game, he's a contributor, and that's what he does, and and that's what ends up winning you weeks in the long run is by having these guys who 
keep on helping out a little bit here, a little bit there. And that's what Riley Smith is. He, he's a guy that's worth having on your team. So I, I'd love to see him up over 50%. He's playing well right now. I'm, I'm in on Riley Smith. Next up, one of the guys that I've been harping on here for a while, um, he's a goalie. I love the exposure that he's getting right now, and that's Philip Gustafsson. Uh, just over 50% owned, getting a ton of starts right now, even though Flurry is still back. Flurry came back, and Gustafsson is getting uh, you know, the lion's share of the starts as of right now. Um, he's 3-0-1 in the last four starts. Um, and you know, and this is a wild team that's trying to solidify solidify a real life playoff spot here. Um, he's been incredibly solid this year, and and he's seen real ice time for the first time in his career. Uh, with a 926, and you know, a, a, what does he have? A a 216 here, a 216 goal against average. Um, I've been loving this pickup since early on. I like the wild backup since you know for a while now. Uh, you know, Capel Kakinen. Uh, but it still it, it still rings true here with Phil Gustafson, and and like I said, even though Flurry is back and he's playing, he on the other hand has lost three state games behind eleven goals against combined in those three games. Flat out, Gustafson is just playing better, and I dig it. Um, he's available and Flurry is not, so go pick up Philip Gustafson. Uh, that's just free goalie starts, and uh, like what, like uh, Rods and I were talking the other day. Like we, I said it on the uh, for the week preview. We're talking about you know possible goalie streams. You don't need to stream a goalie when you have someone like Philip Gustafson out there who is just available and just straight up getting starts. You know, what I mean, you don't have to go searching for starts and and looking to see who you know who's available and are they starting today and what backup do I want to play against that uh, what team. He's 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 the one that's getting the starts. Go pick him up. He is worth the you know worth worth the pickup. I I guarantee it. All right. Well, that was it for the hot guy check in. Next up, not guy check in. And starting up first on the not guy check in is Anthony Mantha, who is just a fucking disappointment. <laughs> like seriously. Sorry, TJ. This is one of TJ's guys. TJ's like Anthony Mantha for a long time. Um, and he just got, man, he just never, uh, just never, uh, like, materialized. You know what I mean? He just never materialized. Uh, boy has, has no points in his last seven games and only one assist in his last 12 games. Um, that's abysmal. Um, especially to go along with, you know, uh, crap for shots on goal. He's a, you know, he's a BFG. Um, so he does bang every game. Like you're, you're at least getting bangs from the guy, not a ton of them, but you're getting some. So that's cool. Uh, but man, he, he has, he's been a disappointment. He just, you know, kind of never materialized since, since getting to the caps. I, I, you know, it seemed like it, the future was so bright when he was back on the red wings and, you know, he was playing with Larkin and they, they played so well together. And then, you know, Mantha gets moved to the caps and you think it might amount to something. And in general, he's had decent deployment, whether it's been on the, you know, the second line has been probably the best deployment that he's got. But the second line in in, uh, in Washington is pretty damn good. Um, so, you know, it's not like he hasn't gotten chances. But, man, Anthony Mantha, you are, you are not worth having on a team. 
you are you are not worth uh, having on a roster, um, or at least a fantasy roster. You're not worth having on a fantasy roster, my man. Uh, you got to go. Next up, don't even really know why I have this on here, uh, other than the fact that like I wanted to see something happen with him, but I got Adam Rasik on here. He hasn't scored a point in 15 games, um, and I get that he wasn't viable even before, but uh, he actually gets decent deployment for when he is on the ice. His ice time is shite, um, but you know, do something while you're out there, dude. Stop losing the puck in the neutral zone and, you know, stop just watching board play and, you know, jump in there. Uh, maybe you'll actually get more ice time if you do these little things. Uh, you know, he gets second he gets second line time for, you know, the time that he is out there. But shit, it's like, you know, 10 or less minutes a night. But and in all honesty, it's when he's out there, he legit looks almost like, a you know, uh, I don't know how I want to put it. Like, uh, like he just looks vulnerable out there, you know. And I see a lot of turnovers from him, and and it's it's uh, it's frustrating because I I wanted to see him take those good line mates and do something with it, but he just hasn't done so. So Adam Rizika on on the not guy check in. Uh, next up, and I had been saying this one for a while, and he started playing okay for a little bit. And now he's back to second. So. I can, you know, feel like I can breathe again. That's Sam Steele. He's allergic to points. He's allergic. He has a point allergy. Uh, I won't get, you know, too crazy that, with this one. But I, in all honesty, I can't stand Sam Steele. Uh, I, I think he uh, he's not a great hockey player. He makes a lot of mistakes. Um, and, he, you know, I'm never going to endorse pick with him. That's, that's for sure. But, the you know, the Wild are solid through the top nine for the most part. And, uh, you know, I almost feel like Sam Steele was better as a medium fish in a small pond like Anaheim. Um, I don't expect him to score points, so I don't really know that I should be bothered, you know, bothering pointing out his notness. Um, but he's not, he's, he's definitely not hot. He, you know, he's definitely a not. But Sam Steele, uh, just don't do shit, even when, you know, even when he's, he was getting first-line time with Kira Kaprizov here. I uh, wasn't doing nothing with it. Um, if anybody actually does own a Sam Steele, then please drop him. But I'd imagine nobody does because he's awful unless, you know, it is the deepest of deep leagues. Uh, next up, I am upset about this one a little bit just because I like him, and that is Evan Rodriguez. But yeah, I, I, I do. I, I like Rodriguez. He, he's still on a solid second line in Chicago. Or to Chicago. He's still on a solid second line in Colorado. But what's a little disconcerting is that the ice time. You know, in the past couple of games with, with him not playing as well and not putting up points, the ice time has actually dropped the last the, those last two games. Um, in along with his shots on goal. Uh, the Avalanche themselves are still scoring at you know a great pace. And I truly expect uh, you know Evan Rodriguez to back in get back into the swing of things, but you know I, I'm I, I'm I'm a little worried. But I can only imagine that he will swoop back in there and and start being the Erod that I know and love. I think that he would be a guy that I would be more than willing to you know try to give another couple of games to. I'm not gonna lie. 
He's on that second line, and he will get back into scoring. And I guarantee you, it, it it'll be it'll be just fine. Next up, I have a couple of teams here. I, I have a couple of teams, and I'm not gonna you know dive too you know too friggin' deep into them. But it, uh, it's just some things I want to point out. These are these are some perennially good teams that maybe we're coming to the end of you know we're coming to the end of a you know maybe the end of an era. I mean, that's the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Washington Capitals are on a four-game losing streak. They are three and seven in their last ten games, um, and even Ovechkin hasn't scored in his last four games in that four-game losing streak, and that's crazy. Um, even his shots on goal are down, which is nuts because usually, you know, either way, he's going to be shooting six, seven, eight times on net. Like that's just what he does. You know, the last couple of games, it's been, you know, one, two, three shots on goal. Uh, the Caps are, oddly enough, in the bottom half of nearly every metric possible. Except for penalty kill. Except for penalty kill. They got the penalty kill, but they can't do shit else, obviously. Um, it, and and honestly, you got to wonder, they have a pretty old roster, man. They do. They have a pretty old roster. Is this thing just getting... Too far down the list. Is it getting too long in the tooth, if you will? I was I was pretty high on the Caps at the, at the beginning of the season just because, well, they're the Capitals. You know what to expect. But it's looking like this year they are just not a good hockey team. But, I mean, we've talked about Connor Sherry before. He's he's playing crappy right now. There's a whole bunch of crappy Capitals. The Capitals. They're the Washington Capitals right now. Uh, they're just not playing well. Um, like I said, they are. They're they're in the they're in the bottom of ha- in the the bottom half of the league and in just about everything that you could possibly look at. Um, then we have the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, who are just plain uninspired hockey lately. Uh, they've been beaten, you know, by every team other than you know crappy teams. You know, they they won against the Sharks, they won against the Ducks. Um, and those are their only wins in like the, the you know in the past couple of games. And those are teams that you expect you expect them to win. You gotta wonder if it's another one of those it's another one of those long on the two things like I said about the Capitals. Um, are they just getting older? Uh, I, I understand that, you know, definitely the core is is just as old, if not older than the Capitals, but in general, they have some, you know, good young players. Uh, you know, uh, Jake Ensel is out there. He's still young. You got you got Rust, who isn't playing well, but who is young. Captain, who is young, not playing well right now. Um, so all of these, you know, younger auxiliary players, uh, you're not getting much from them. But you are still getting something from that top line. You know, it's it's still Raquel Gensel and and Sidney Crosby that you're getting all these points from as of late. Latang is still chipping in and everything like that. But you know, your bottom, your bottom six scoring isn't available right now. They just had they have the they have the loading cursor. They're just kind of they got the little the little circle just loading, loading, loading. Uh and we're getting to the end of the season here, and it's looking like they very feasibly, you know, could possibly not make the playoffs with which would be crazy because you always think of them as definitely being there but as of right now they're on the outside looking in um and with three losses in a row here uh four losses in a row for the capitals like i said 
you're looking at teams that, you know, shit, the Flyers aren't too far off of them. Now, I'm not saying that the Flyers are going to have a chance to make the playoffs, but that's what I'm saying, that they're crappy because the Flyers are crappy. I love my Flyers, but they suck. They suck, man. Uh, you know, the only team worse than them right now is the Blue Jackets. Now, I think we can all agree with that. Coincidentally, might play something into what I talked about earlier. If anything, my the tip for the rest of the season here, at the end of the season, while you're trying to get in fantasy hockey playoffs, is jump on these teams that are really fighting hard. Jump on these teams that are in fourth and fifth place, that are trying to keep spots or get into the playoffs because they are out there giving it their all. They're out there trying to do everything they possibly can. And that's going to help you. While these players are playing poorly right now, the Penguins start turning around. It's going to be because of players like like Kasperi Kapanen. It's going to be because of, you know, Ricard Raquel. And it's going to, you know, be because of the these... Uh, these players, uh, people are dropping Brian Rust out there. Pro- probably a great time to go pick up Brian Rust. I know he's playing like shit right now. But still, they're going to be trying to get into the playoffs. And they're not going to do it without players like that. Um, so I actually think it is a great time of the year to kind of go out there and get them. Okay. I know that that seemed kind of quick. I, you know, and when, when it's just me, I always talk like super friggin' fast, I think. Like, maybe I need to slow it down. Maybe I need to slow it down and then take a little easy. But, uh, yeah, powered through that boy. Got the Tuesday trends out there. Your hot guy checking and your not guy checking. You can find us at FHF Hockey for Twitter. And come in and join the Discord. Come in and join the Discord, 5 Hole Fantasy Hockey. We would be more than happy to bring you on board. You're going to find us uh, coming up here. We're going to have the weekend, uh, the weekend preview coming up. Uh, with the with the mailbag. So if there's anything you want to add to the mailbag, go in there on the mailbag and throw in your question. TJ, fly safe back from Europe. Uh, love you, buddy. And Raj, be easy up there in Vancouver. I will be chilling it out down here in uh, in in Raleigh. It's going to be like friggin' 80 degrees tomorrow. I'm playing golf. Uh, it's going to be a good day tomorrow. I got, I got a lot going on. Love yous, and I'll see you later in the week.